This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. You're listening to Above Grade, and this is your host, Bryce Jacob. I've got Greg Hansberry with me. Greg. Hey, hey, hey. Always awesome. Here we are. Another week has flown by, and we're back Mm -hmm. in the saddle again to bring another episode of Above Grade to our listeners. Can't wait. Are you ready to educate or entertain or a little bit of both? I'll try my hand at both this week. Okay. As long as you can help me out. All right. I'm going to just stick to educating because I know how entertaining works when I try it. (laughs) You're right. It always backfires on (laughs) us. Stick to what you know, man. Well, darn it. (laughs) Folks, you've been listening to us for quite some time now. We've had some awesome guests on. We've got another awesome guest for you today. That's how we do it around here. If you haven't figured it out, we like to have people in here. We like to harass them, talk to them, learn from them. And they're always very talented people who like to have a lot of fun. And that's no different this week. We've got someone in here who's one of my favorites when it comes to interior design and a little bit of a profit, if you will, to an Mm. extent, because I brought in someone who I think can see into the future. Big shoes to fill here. Big shoes to fill. She can see into the future. She's an interior designer with J.S. Brown Company, Brooke Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Brooke, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you on now. You know, I just built you up pretty big time when it comes to being able to see into the future. But I think today is a great day for us to be able to look into the future of design. And you always have that like knee that's twitching that says, here's what's coming. And you know what? Brooke is usually right because she's always seems to be ahead of the curve. She's Mm. one of the finest designers I've ever seen. I'm not just saying that because you're here, but you really have an amazing talent. And uh, I appreciate it a great deal. And she's just got a good eye, she's a good listener to the client, knows how to put a blend of things together and really come up with that thing in the house that speaks to them. And also just really gives this pop cool. of imagination that not many people have that gift. Uh, there's a lot of people that are good designers. You got a special gift. And I think it's because you can see into the future. That so, could explain it. Did you bring your crystal ball? I did. All right. Ooh, there Imaginary. it is. Oh, there it is. There <laughs> crystal it is. Ball. We're going to be looking into it. But before we look into the crystal ball and we start telling people the future of design, let's get to know Brooke just a little bit. Because you've got an interesting background. You're not from central Ohio. I am not an Ohioan. You're from a very beautiful part of our country, though. Yes, sir. From Utah. Yeah. What part of Utah? Not pe- I mean, not everybody's going to hear Utah and go, wait, what? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm from Provo, if anybody out there knows where Provo is. <laughs> We're getting out the maps now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. Google Maps. Yeah, it's Provo. about 45 minutes south of Salt Lake, about 10 minutes outside of Sundance Ski Resort. You might have heard of the Sundance Film Festival that kind of happens around my stomping grounds All where right. I'm from. So it's a famous area. It kind of, yeah. Because you're Robert from it Redford. as well. Yeah, makes it famous. Oh, yeah. Me too. So, and then I think one <laughs> of the things that called you to Central Ohio was perhaps me because of course. Uh, Bryce Canyon uh, yes. is in Utah. And then... Just me, That's Bryce, good. here. So you feel like you're at home, I'm sure. That's a stretch, <laughs> but we'll go with it. You know, I got to go somewhere with it. So, yeah, I don't even know how I got my name, actually. I asked my parents, and they haven't even been out to Bryce Canyon, so it was just random. It's good, because it wasn't thing. popular it's a great name. Uh, great name. many, many years ago. Strong name. It came out. Okay. It's a great good. national Thanks. park, too. Yeah. You should go. I, You know, I really would like to go. My daughter, Callie, who's uh, 11, she wants to go to Bryce Canyon. Because I told her it was mine. 
And so she wants to see it. I haven't told her it's not mine She's yet. She's show up and want like going, a statue of me yeah. or something. I'll be like, I got you this t-shirt. Brace carved out of yeah, 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 there I am. I better get to work on that one. You got a guy. So, I got sure a guy, guy who can call Conkus. Conkus can do it. Yeah, the folks over at Conkus, they got some whittlers of rock. So send one of their guys out there to get a statuary of me. All right. So, Brooke, let's get back to you and... So this is pretty interesting because you're an, you're an interior designer mm-hmm. who has a rugged past. Dun, dun, dun. This is fascinating, Greg. You probably wouldn't guess this by looking at Brooke, what her past occupation okay. was, but this right. is awesome. So while I get a drink of water, why don't you tell well, about your- down here. What? Do you want to guess what it is? <laughs> well, no. I I will put my foot in my mouth and keep it there if I guess. So I'm just no, going to no, let no. you- No, no, no. Let's guess. Let's no. guess. Let's oh, I, well, I don't know. I mean, um, you rugged, so I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to say uh, military. No, no, I wish. No, oh, now right. that my Not actual military. occupation. All right, then I'm get, I'm stopping it there because I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say something I regret. <laughs> I was a whitewater river guide. Oh, that is cool. That is that's cool. Rugged. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's rugged. Um, yeah, on yeah. the Salmon River in Riggins, Idaho. Cool. Yep, it was fun. I did it for a summer, but I'm a camping, hiking, rock climbing. River rafting girl. There you go. Well, it yeah. used to be Ohio. You can't really do too much yeah. of that. Wah, wah. Well, that's okay. There's some things you can do around here. I mean, there's there's climbing areas. I've talked there, to you about that. I know. There's a lot I of spots to. you can go and get out and boulder or top rope, but, you know, yeah. nothing that's too crazy. So, yeah, so you're a whitewater river guy, and you've got some fun stories that you shared with me that I don't know if you want to share those with listeners, but, you know, you've got a couple of them. Uh, let's pick two. Okay. One that has to do with otters. Let's go. And Brooke, go. <laughs> So as a whitewater river guide, we would take trips, overnight trips, where we would raft all day, pull over on a beach, camp, Mm -hmm. and then the next morning wake up and go rafting again. Well, one morning I was awoken by something nesting in my hair, something scratching, something just not quite right. It was a river otter (laughs) nesting in (laughs) my hair. Yeah. So how do you uh, let the river otter know that it's not a nest for him? You whack it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They scurried away. He scurried away. Yeah. Okay, how so big are river otters? They, they get quite big. Have you been to Columbus Zoo? Like They're yeah. like Man. raccoon size. I think this one wasn't like right. huge. It was okay. smaller than that, but it was- He was an adolescent. Yeah. I'll scurried away. Yeah, okay. Could have been a bear, well, you know. That's, that would have been worse. True. Well, but you Could've had a, a story that borderline is terrifying Uh-oh. as a bear, right? Yeah. So moose. This is, okay, let's go on to the moose. Okay, so one morning, this was years down the road. This is in northern Utah where I went to school. And I woke up after camping one evening. And I was woke up and it's like, oh, there's a cute little baby moose on the left. And then I look <laughs> over to my right and there's mama moose. <laughs> woke up in between mama and baby moose. Yeah. That's not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be between moose. No. So yeah. I just laid back down and pretended to be asleep again until I was able to scurry into the uh, So you scurried like an otter yeah. into your truck. <laughs> Fabulous. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what story the moose tells. Right. It's more of a story. Don't go sleeping out west because you're going to wake up to some crazy animal like a moose or an otter. Yeah, but well, that's, uh, that's fascinating. That's yeah. part of the, the, the charm, isn't part it? Part of the charm. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yep. <laughs> what you going to wake up to? <laughs> yep. As long as it's not a bear. All right. So now that we have a good foundation built for who Brooke is, uh, we have uh, we, we have a crystal ball in front of us. Crystal ball. <clears throat> All right. So do what you need to do to look into the crystal ball. 
And are you ready to look into it or you want to hey, look into okay, the, you want to no. look into what the trends are right now and then tell people what they should be expecting in the near future and then we can look deeper into the future in a Brooks prediction. Does that hey. sound cool? Yeah. All right, so let's do this. You want to play this game? Yeah. I'll play I don't the, know if it's even a game really. It's just just look in the ball with her. Yeah. Okay. Let's look in the ball with her. <laughs> is, is that a magic eight ball? Is that what that is? No, it has to be crystal. Okay. It is your crystal ball. <laughs> All right. So what's in today? What's what, in today? Yeah, what are the trends today that you predicted years ago would happen, which we know you did, and then they're happening today. So your first um, prediction is correct, which is happening now. All the industrial, like barnwood, iron, anything that's old and vintage looking that could have come from a barn, that is all come the rage. Come out of a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warehouse. Welded metal. <laughs> Yep, if it looks like it came from a factory, if it has patina to it, if it's rusted, it looks like a rusted bucket. It belongs in people's homes these days. There's a plug for the rusty Mm -hmm. bucket right there. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Eat a rusty bucket today. Yeah. Get your fried pickles. (laughs) Here it is. That was free. There you go. It was a free endorsement. Thank you, Brooke. Yeah, you know. So the way that you're kind of squirming in your chair about this, I get a feeling it's not your favorite uh, design trend to be kind of in the middle of. Is that true or am I just reading? Well, you have an otter down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, the thing with trends is that they come on slowly and then they're all the rage. Everybody loves them. Everybody's asking for it. And by that point, as an interior designer, I've seen it, I've done it, and I just kind of get over it. Mm. So right now we're in the moment where I'm like, oh, really, do we have to put barn shiplap or barnwood yes, up? Yes, we do. Do we have to do aged brick? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Another barn door. Here we go. Yeah. See, I like it. <laughs> and it's That's right people love alley. it. Yeah. I know. I'm one of those people. Everybody loves it. But it's it. your personal style. It's your true. In 20 years, you're still going to be doing it. You're that. right. I will. Yeah. That's right. That's who you are. But, but isn't that what matters? Because if you can live with it for 20 years, then. Right. That's what you should be installing in your home. You shouldn't be following the trends what unless like. yeah. it speaks to your personal taste, which that speaks to you, Do you think you, people Bryce? make that mistake a lot? That yes. they design what the trend is rather than what they really gravitate to? Absolutely. So that's one. Of the, so that's what's going on now, which um, finally, the thing I've preferred my whole life is, in, is trendy. Are you just so excited? Yeah, that you're so hoping it been. never ends? I am hoping it never ends. I yeah, really I'm hope it sticks around. Because that's what I want to have our office design like, and it's oh, yeah. driving you nuts, isn't it? No, we so, can make it work. Yep. We can do it the okay, right way. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so what's next? What's coming? Crystal ball. Glance into it. Crystal see what's in the very ball. near future. Don't set it forward too far. Things are warming up. So for the past few years, it's been really cool with lots of grays, lots of pristine white on white, and really, really cool tones. But things are warming up. We're seeing a lot more creams and browns and darker jewel tones as far as colors. Mm -hmm. Wood tones, white kitchens and white and gray kitchens have been all the rage. And now we're seeing a lot more wood tones coming back in instead of just painted cabinets, which is really nice and refreshing. So you're seeing like wood being the stained cabinetry in in kitchens? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So why, why why is that? Why is that happening? Why is that in your crystal ball at the moment? I think it's just the ebb and flow of trends. Everybody yeah. has done the gray, the white, and they're kind of like me. And like, okay, been there, done that. Let's see. Let's stretch our creative Don't muscles. Don't want to be like everybody see. else. Yeah. yeah. Let's install something that has a little bit more personality to it. Mm-hmm. 
a little bit more texture, a little bit more interest and set themselves apart from the person next door. So do you think, you know, there was this huge push for granite in particular mm-hmm. back in the 90s is when you started seeing it coming out all over the place where there's quarry in this little tiny window of quarry right. and then they went from that to, you know, the granite and now there's, um, you know, there's quartz. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like quartz is doing the same thing granite did and that quartz's life is going to be, you know, replaced with something else in your crystal ball? You know, I think quartz is here to stay just because of the maintenance of it. I think the styles of quartz is going to change over the years. Uh, we've seen the kind of the first and second generation of quartz that were more salt and peppery. They had aggregate in them. But now we're seeing large format patterns that look more like marbles, more like the natural stones. Um, those quartz patterns are going to be more trendy over the okay. next few years so you don't think it'll get replaced by some recycled good i think they uh, came in and they came, came and went or they're still there but they're yeah i mean in the f- mainstream concrete that coming that gonna replace everything no nah, concrete's kind of there with the industrial yeah i think it's it's cool it's trendy i love working with that product now but i don't know if in in 15, 20 years, I guarantee we're going to be tearing out those concrete countertops and replacing it with something <laughs> well, else. Well, we're remodelers, so we're totally cool. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yes, we are. Job security. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I always hate to tear something out brand new. Boy, we go into some of these places where they just did a kitchen and the new homeowner moves in. They're like, don't like it. Want to uh, tear it out? And we're going, uh, you know, the place is brand new. It's like in Brewster's Millions. Yeah. Finishes his, you know, place and then says, great, now make it this. Just wasting money. Just That's how some people are doing. Right? Yeah, I got to spend it all. It's it's just amazing what some people decide to do. But we're a remodeler, so we have to be okay with it to an extent, right? Yep. We just say yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we just say yes, sir. So uh, <laughs> that's what's coming next. Um, any other trends that you see out there? Yeah. This one I'm really excited for, and not a lot of people are going to love it at first, but they will. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> The 70s and 80s are coming back. Oh, yeah. No. The music. Shag carpet. music. Shag carpet. No. (laughs) No. You can't have shag carpet ever come back. No, but think of dark evergreens and maroons, oxbloods. It's going to be. Oxbloods. It's just another name, Greg. Right. Yeah, it's red. Okay. (laughs) It's just red. red. Really, really deep jewel tones, though, that. Aren't quite as bright as they were in the it's like 80s. Smurf blood. Yeah. Smurf blood. <laughs> it's blue. Blue. <laughs> you know. That's gross. That's why you just call it what it is. I mean, we have a problem with this, Greg and I do. That's yeah. our we're taking a stand against color. Prime stick to the primary. That's right. But green just doesn't do it justice. Like it's yeah. It's different than just a green. <laughs> it's different than just a maroon. Okay. Dark green, light dark green. green. Yeah. All right. Hazy green. There's a lot of so, greens. Okay. Dark, dark, dark Ox green. Seventies and eighties, huh? Yeah, seventies. Terrazzo's coming oh. back in. Ooh, okay. Which is a really fun material, which I can't wait to work with as soon as I get a client that can convince them to use terrazzo. But like the peaches and pinks of the seventies, people are calling it millennial oh, pink. Gosh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Really? So good. But yeah. it's clean oh. and modern and updated. Okay. I trust you because I know mm-hmm. you're a really good designer and I trust you on this, but I don't have to like it, do I? Because I grew up in that time period, the 70s and 80s. And uh, I see my old pictures of me as a kid and what my mom used to dress me in. So I can't really associate design with anything. Yeah. Well, I was always in a suit 
that matched my brothers and were not twins. That's so adorable. we had a lot of that going on. And then uh, we had the shag carpet. So you're saying shag is not coming back? <laughs> yeah, shag has actually been in for a while. That low pile shag. Yeah, that's actually I've seen some of that. It is. It's starting to go. Why is that? Because everyone realizes they have to rake it. Like yeah, I had they're to. like, oh, wait, I have that shag carpet. I've made fun of my grandma for having <laughs> it. Now I live with it. I really, I'm looking we up literally at Terrazzo, our, by the way. Oh, you oh, looking it up online? Oh, Terrazzo is so good. Yeah, see? Yeah. I didn't know what it Folks, was. look it up like if you don't know what Brooke's talking about. Airport floor. Because she speaks mm-hmm. in the future the most of the time. Yeah, so here it is. Sorry. Or oh, the past. The Schluter, which see, is the future. I know exactly yeah. what she's talking about now. Terrazzo. Yeah, Terrazzo. Uh, yeah, I could see that. It would be kind of a fun kitchen. I've seen um, fireplace uh, hearths done in that a lot lately in like mid-century modern homes. Mm. It's beautiful. Okay, so doesn't this contradict yourself a little bit, though? Because you said trends are just trends right right and then, so you should do what you want to do not just follow the trends so why would Absolutely. anybody do what they just wanted to tear out of their house so badly <laughs> <laughs> i mean to me i love i did not live in the 70s kind of in the 80s so to me it's new and exciting for me and can i just tell you about it so you can avoid it <laughs> learn from my mistakes <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to use that material because I haven't been able to use it as a designer um, in my career yet. So that's exciting for me. And if I can find the client that it fits with, I will push that material on them. But if I would not push that material on you, you're no, you not wouldn't. getting terrazzo mantles. I'm sorry. Okay, good. Good. That's you. great. So, <laughs> so that's great. And then what what's after that okay look deeper into your crystal ball and tell me what you think you see because what's beyond the 70s and 80s i think minimalism okay more i think is that what you see look deeper deeper okay is that what you see minimalism yeah minimalism less is more less waste let more recycled products more green products and just living on less okay so being a minimalist, mm-hmm. which we've seen a little bit of that in some trends uh, with small house spaces, oh, yeah. you know, container living. We've seen all these little trends coming about. Uh, so is that, are you, is that what you're referring to or just kind of simplifying the way we live in, in the space, even though it might be a larger space? Simplifying larger spaces. So instead okay. of having multiple appliances, like the two wall ovens with the separate cooktop, with the yada, 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 just consolidating that all into one appliance. Hmm. And stuff like that. So in your crystal ball and you're looking into it, are the mm-hmm. appliance manufacturers on board with this? <laughs> I have. Because this would be important. They're, they're, they're getting it there. Yeah. Like you can see that they have their lines that have, okay, all the bells and whistles, and then they have their pared down, but still really high end and really expensive materials or appliances, but yeah, it's all in one. Do you find that normally if someone's following trends, they're going to be paying more? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Easy answer. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stay on trend, just like fashion, right? Yep. So you, you're going to spend more for the things that are the hot trends right now because there's not an abundance necessarily of, of those uh, trending products, supply demand. Correct. All right. Just talking through this out loud. I'm an external <laughs> processor. I want homeowners to understand it because sometimes they see things and they're like, well, that's what I want, but I want it at you know, 70s, 80s prices. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you go to the Goodwill yeah, of, well, uh, of can, appliances. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, but if you want 70s and 80s, that's not because the price is thrown back. It's because the style and design right. is. Okay, well, good. I hope everybody knows that because not everybody seems to. Right. Right? 
It's a tricky, tricky part of what we get to do. So here's, you know, I always like the tip of the week. Brooke, do you like the tip of the week? Because I know you're a regular listener of the show. Sure do. Let's get it. Let's get that tip of the week. Let's do the tip of the week. (laughs) It's time for the tip of the week. Want to stay ahead of design trends or not have an outdated design detail before it's even installed? Consult with an interior designer like Brooke to heighten your confidence that your new space will stay in style and provide a longer return on your investment. Some interior designers are trained to respect your personal preferences while getting you to push your limits and try something new. The perfect combination of predictability and risk can even redesign the way you look at things. Brooke, I got some more questions for you. Can we put the crystal ball away? It's starting to freak me out a little bit. Some of the things that you're seeing in there. Slide it to the side. And I'm curious, from Whitewater River Rafter Mm -hmm. to interior designer, what, what in the world happened? Did you fall out of the boat? Yeah, I don't know what happened, actually. (laughs) When I went to college, I was going to be a Parks and Rec major, actually. That's my first major. And then... Isn't that one of your favorite TV shows, too? (laughs) It is one of my favorite TV shows. (laughs) Great show. Um, And then I took my first interior design class as an elective my freshman year as an easy A. Like, I had no interest in interior design. And then my teacher pulled me aside one day and said this is what you should do. You're very talented at this. This is your calling, whether you know it or not. And I looked at her a little sideways, like, no, I'm going to be a park ranger. Like, (laughs) that's not what I'm going to do. Hey, boo-boo. And here I am, an interior designer. How many years later? Well, good. All because of uh, a talent that is no longer hidden. That was great. Yeah. So you can kind of do both. Maybe not be a park ranger, but you can still get outdoors go down the yeah. hockey hills that's not I a bad know. place in i need this to get area. down there more yeah it's a it's a great area nice. so you've got this passion for interior design and it's evident that you have the passion for it because it comes across in your designs so what kind of projects are you working on right now anything exciting uh, and you and i are working on multiple projects together as yeah well. we have lots of fun projects together mm-hmm. um we have a couple out on the lake out in galena area which that we have a multi-split level house, which is really fun. We're oh, doing yeah. some fun bathrooms in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a big, large kitchen in Target Fields. Large. Big, large kitchen. Yeah, that's how big it's it is. It's a big, Greg. large kitchen. <laughs> and that's going to have some really fun finishes and layouts. Oh, yeah. Once yeah, that's got a two-sided that. fireplace that split the family room from the kitchen mm-hmm. with a little hearth room in it. The coffered ceilings. And you're incorporating you your brushed brass into that. Yeah. Right? See, yes. brushed brass is another one of those trends that you were not on board with. I know you did not like for a long time, and now you're okay with it. I'm it totally just took okay you a minute. Well, see, I grew up where there was always polished brass on everything. Right. And so brass to me is not something I really wanted to even put around or near me. But I do like the brushed brass or the antiqued brass, yes. which is really sharp. Saw some of that in some mm-hmm. plumbing fixtures the other week when we were taking a look at some. And uh, holy smokes, there's some, I agree with you. I think it's all perspective because even though the, you talk about the 70s and 80s and I have my own, you know, twinges uh, from the 70s and 80s, that doesn't mean that some of those elements could really be brought to life again. Because I've, right. you're right, you, the way that you're able to incorporate design into contemporary living is, uh, it's pretty neat to see how that that's that's going on. So. All right, so we've got we've got that uh, project getting ready to go here, which is really pretty neat. And we've got a really cool kind of contemporary kitchen. Oh yeah, down on the river that overlooks the river. It's a second floor that uh, overhangs the fir- the lower level, and then their view is just all of the river that's, that's cool. right down below. So it, it looks like you're 
it looks like you're on a boat. Just the way the angles from everything is when the river's high, you feel like you're See, I feel on like the river. It's a white river rafting. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I need to live there, uh-huh. really. Yeah, it's a it's a great great home. So yeah, we've got some really neat homes, some really good clients. We're having a lot of fun fun with a lot of them right now, and just uh, some neat stuff on the cusp of coming together too. So it's always something fun in there. So for homeowners who are thinking of working with you, what mm-hmm. what advice do you have for them in preparing to work with you when you're going to design their space? That's a good question. I would say be prepared for me to push you a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, I'm not going to push you and pressure you into selecting anything or put in your home anything that you don't want, but I am going to as a designer, I do feel like it's part of my job to push to push you a little bit out of the comfort zone. Because if you picked something that you would have picked on your own, then why would you hire an interior designer? Mm-hmm. So I, I will push you style-wise a little bit. Well, yeah, and I think that's a good point because hopefully the reason that people work with an interior designer is because they need help. And you use the word push or redirect or whatever it is just to try to help them gain a focus because... Mm-hmm. I'm in the business and I will tell you my space is the hardest to design. I can design for other people all day long. Oh, me too. But to design my own space, I struggle. Like I am my worst crazy. client. Yeah. <laughs> now that's how I think probably a lot of designers feel maybe. At least I know I do because of that uh, over uh, that over analysis that I do and I get paralyzed when I'm just checking things out. So, And there's so much product and I also know the crystal ball is there. You know, that might have something else that I really want to incorporate into into design. So that's good for people to know that you're going to be helping them head in a direction, but being respectful, which was part of the oh, tip. Oh, absolutely. Being respectful to they, what they may envision or want in their home. Right. And, and maybe get them to go out on a limb just a little bit. A little and have bit. that one little thing or two little things that make the space really special. Because I always find when we do get that and the client goes, okay, and they take that leap of faith. That they go, it's one of their favorite elements. Because, They're usually happier, more yeah. satisfied at the end of the project yeah, when they absolutely. take a little bit of leap. But people that think they already know everything that they want, that can sometimes be the toughest. Absolutely. Right? So Very much so. All right. Cool. Like the terrazzo floor. Like the terrazzo. Just take a leap of faith for the terrazzo floor. You'll love it. <laughs> hey, you'll love hey, it. You know, you got to get some terrazzo in your a life. A little slaughter. <laughs> a little slaughter, some terrazzo, and maybe Mom a washlet. A <laughs> little bit of everything. And maybe some, what are those columns? Mobile columns. Mobile columns. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Wow, Brooke. This has been <laughs> very <laughs> enlightening. Great to have you on here. I'm glad I get to see you every day. And look at the projects you're working on and designing. There's always some good ones. And um, I'll let you off the hook now. So. Greg, any parting thoughts or questions you have for Brooke before we set her free to go back and design? What are the uh, winning Powerball numbers? Can you look oh, in your crystal, yeah, crystel ball? ball these, uh, uh, 16, okay, niner, 48. Did I hear a niner in there? I hear a niner yeah, in there. Okay. I heard a niner. Oh, from a walkie-talkie? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Got a it. A lot of good movie <laughs> quotes, you. too. So don't uh, bet on Brooke when it comes to Powerball. <laughs> All righty. Well, good deal. Well, Brooke, thanks so much for being with us. And I'll look for you around the office this week. 
All right, folks, every week we do this. We cover great topics on Above Grade. I hope that you're enjoying our podcast, and please remember to send us your requests for topics or any interesting stories about remodeling experiences you may have had. You may possibly be invited on the show, but send them to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com, and we'll check out what you have to say to us. If you don't want to send us anything, that's okay. Just check out our archive of Above Grade podcasts on iTunes or at jsbrowncompany.com. And I'm sure you'll enjoy this show as much as as you uh, do all those other ones. Still can't get enough construction mumbo-jumbo? Be sure to tune in to From Our House to Your Home, the Remodeler Showcase with Frog Hauling, each Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. on Sunday 95. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob. It was Brooke and Greg. And we're wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.